Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 371, 29 episodes until episode 400. How about that? How do you like them apples? Uh, surreal. Crazy. It uh, feels like we just celebrated episode 100. <laughs> so that's how I feel. Excited though. It, it, it's, uh, you know, we always like to do something fun for a centennial one. So if you guys have, actually, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do something different. If you guys have any fun ideas for our 400th episode, lay them on us. All right. We want to hear your ideas. You can comment in the live chat, comment in the comment section. You can send us a message. You can DM us on Instagram. You can send us a message through our Facebook page. And if you have any ideas, we may not do them, all right? Especially if you guys are like, okay, I have a sweet idea, all right? I'm, I'm going to take someone's idea just because I'm making something up. You guys should like do it in the back of a pickup truck while it's moving down the road, all right? I'm going to say no to that one, but I love where your head's at, all right? I want creative ideas. So um, yeah, let us know, you guys. Uh, we're excited. Um, I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited it's Friday. Um, but I'm also excited about today's guest. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, but today is January 19th, 2024, Friday. I also want to remind you once again that we officially have playlists on our Rumble page, which we did not before. When we got booted from YouTube, that was like our main hub. And, uh, you know, you know how it went. So uh, we have the all the teaching series on our playlist tab. So if you navigate over to our main page, our main Rumble channel, You'll see a tab that says playlists and you go there and you can watch your teaching series playlist and share them like you guys have been doing. So there you go. Thank you for all your support. Also make sure to follow us on Spotify. Uh, we are on Spotify. So um, Mariah does a great job. She always puts it, uh, you know, she always uploads it either tonight or by tomorrow morning. So uh, she's pretty prompt on it. And uh, she has a great radio voice and she, she's the, she's the lady uh, who is, you know, says, welcome to Elijah fire at the beginning. That's, that's Mariah. She's got a great voice. So, um, guys also, anytime you donate to Elijahstreams.com, that goes towards keeping this free at five days a week, keeps Elijah streams free at five days a week and all the different expansions and endeavors that we're, we're, we're tapping into. Steve's always got a lot of irons in the fire. And so it's a super exciting time, especially as we entered the new year. But we take in a portion of every donation and we put them into our water well efforts overseas and even stateside with First Nations tribes, but also overseas in Uganda, Nepal, Ethiopia, and beyond. And that's because of you guys. And meeting a basic need like fresh, clean water, um, it opens up so many people to the gospel because that is an answer to their prayer. They're sick and tired of seeing people in their communities dying or getting sick from waterborne illnesses. And you guys are making that possible by donating to this. And some of you guys are like, I'm all about the wells. I'm just going to drop, I'm going to drop six G's. And then you do. And um, that, that opens up so many possibilities. And so one thing that's great about this partnership is that you can actually see the direct fruit of those donations uh, because we have a direct line to these people, uh, to these communities. And so we're going to play a quick video and then we're going to get going. He knows the plans he has for them. He hears their cries. He longs that they have a cup of cold, refreshing water because water refreshes a weary soul. 
It's like a message of good news. Through every clean water well provided, we share and demonstrate the good news of Jesus. And it's all because of your generosity. Together, we are revealing the love of our Father to those who are truly hungry and thirsty. But there's many more people in desperate need. Give the gift of clean water today. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon. 97321. So thank you guys again for your donations. I also want to, I made, I've made uh, these, I feel like this announcement of where we're going to actually stream to, because we're adding new destinations. It has changed now for the third time. So um, on Monday, we're only going to be streaming to Instagram and we're trying a two week window. So we're going to be adding that. So it'll be Rumble, Twitch, Facebook, and Instagram. So if Instagram is your preferred platform, we now have that as an option. We were going to do TikTok and we still will. All right. I was under the impression that you could just hop over to TikTok and set it up. Uh, turns out not. They're only allowing small chunks of people. They're opening the, the live streaming capability up to small chunks of people at a time, which is a big commie move. Okay. <laughs> it totally is. All right. And we know that it's owned by China. People are like, Jeff, why are you on TikTok? Because I want to be on the same platform that young people are where they're listening to witches and all those things and to provide a better voice. So I'm totally willing to, to deal with this and be patient with it. So let's all pray that this opens up you guys for us uh, soon so that we can integrate in TikTok and live stream Elijah Fire on to TikTok. Let's do it. So. Um, guys, I'm super excited about this guest today, a super anointed worship leader. Um, he has released 20 worship CDs, 20 to zero, uh, and he's still going. He has no intentions of stopping anytime soon. He's also the founder of friend of the bridegroom ministries. You guys are going to love him. He's so great. Without any further ado, let's give it up for our guest today, Steve Swanson. Steve Swanson, welcome, welcome. That's awesome. Hi, Jeff. You're on Elijah Fire for real. I know. I love the graphics. I love. um, I'm glad you had a little time in between that uh, the video of the water, the wells, because that was tearing me up, man. Yeah, that's amazing. That how how uh, wonderful that is. And I I was kept kept thinking of the scripture. You know, I was thirsty. You gave me water. I was Mm -hmm. hungry. You gave me bread. And then Mm -hmm. what you do unto these the least of them yeah. are doing unto me. So yeah, it, good. It, it, it's seriously amazing. Like Steve, Steve Schultz uh, is just, this is something that I've always wanted to be a part of is something like that, you yeah. know? And um, you know, he's even, they're leading a team over there. Uh, I think, I think next month it's next month. They're going to yeah. Uganda and they're going to be checking out all these sites and uh, just, you know, checking out the expansion and all of that. It's, it's so been amazing, cool. man. Like, just, we were talking about that uh, when everybody else was like going through the tunnels in Israel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve and I were were back, but he was telling me all about it and uh, how uh, people are so generous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and you guys have a vision and, and people 
love to see a vision and it's like when you're so into a vision like that it's like yeah you're you're really changing the world you right. literally are yeah and you can see it on that video it's just so yeah cool. and speaking well, of i'm sorry speaking was, of a yeah, radio voice you mentioned somebody had a radio voice uh-huh yeah i have a radio face you have a radio face <laughs> that's right man. no yes bro no although fun fact yeah, you did voice a California raisin, did you not? Yes, I was a California. Yeah, up uh, in Portland, in fact, at uh, Will Vinton, he did the claymation stuff. He did the yep. raisins, mm-hmm. and they called me in to do some uh, singing for that. So I was the uh, the big raisin at the end of the line, mm-hmm. and my part was yeah, <laughs> it's basically yeah, that's what I did. So you know, that was Love my. It. 15 seconds of fame yeah but it's a good it's a good little conversation <laughs> starter icebreaker oh yeah you know yeah and you yeah. and you, t- you tell that to most uh you know 20 year olds they go what california raisins what raisin what yeah. what's a raisin yeah does it go on avocado toast yeah yes. no it does not no, yes okay not. sure why don't you try it yeah sweetener yeah yeah Ooh. okay yeah, yeah. sure Yes, try raisin avocado toast, everybody. Yeah. Tell yeah. us, give us a full report. Let Steve know, write him and tell him <laughs> you tried it. Yeah. And whether you loved it or not. So, right. Steve, you uh why don't you tell people a little bit more about yourself, uh, what you're about? Um, uh, you know, you've worked with quite a few people. Um, Patricia King, um Randy Clark, correct? Yes, sir. one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many others as well. Uh, but what are you about? What is Steve Swanson about? If you were and I or or a random person listening to this is sits next to you on a plane and you strike up a conversation, and they say, "What is? What do you do?" What would you say to them? I say I have the privilege of loving Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and that's Good. that's my that's my life, and I hope everything that I do would would stem out of that. I mean, that's where everything comes from. So uh, I I would say I'm a first lover. First commandment, lover of God, love mm-hmm. the Lord God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And, and you know what? It's, it's, it's kind of cool because you have that, you've got everything, mm. literally everything that- else fall, everything else falls into place. You've got peace. You got joy. You know, I'm, I'm a joy guy. I got, mm-hmm. I'm a peace guy. And, and you've got all that, all the, all the goods that come with that. So that, that's really, that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and something that I say quite often on this show, because I'm a creative, my wife and I are both creatives as well, is something that I've noticed as I've grown, you know, because I went to, you know, film school and all this stuff, she went to art school and and there's all these things that get ingrained in you as artists, especially of, okay, you got to know this, you got to stay up to date on what the current trends are, all of that stuff. And as I've grown in the Lord and matured in the Lord, I've realized none of that matters. Look, it's important to hone your skills. It's important to practice. It's important to do all that stuff. But nothing of substance comes unless you are in communion with the Lord. You are in that intimacy. And everything that I do, and I encourage other creators the same, everything you do must stem from your intimacy with the Lord. It has to. Because otherwise, you're just going to fall into, even if you do something that sounds good, it's, it's flesh-based. It's, I think this sounds good. I should do this. And, and it's me, 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 me. But everything that I do birthed out of this explosion of my intimacy with the Lord. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. 
That's so cool. Uh, you know, uh, when you talk about when you you kind of mentioned about re- re- relevance, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay, I want to stay on the cutting edge. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. And and if you think about it, uh, bottom line is is like is uh, is Jesus exalted? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you look at it. I mean, it's like, okay, we got these new trends in music. We got this music and, oh, yeah, this new songs here, blah, and this, this is really cool. But guess what? Everybody's still singing I Exalt Thee. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's timeless because he's timeless. And so if we, if, if we have our um, worship, like our expression like that, focus on the timelessness of, of him, then it, it, doesn't, it doesn't go out of fashion, so to speak, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so anyway, I people people have asked me before is like, okay, how do you like develop your own style? Well, you develop your own style by developing your relationship with, with him. Come on. And that's that's and everything that's in you and that you know you've influences that you've gathered from, everything that's in you comes out through him. We used to do a, a prayer before we lead worship because from him, through him, to him. And that was like that's the way it should be. It's like everything from him and then through him. And then it goes back to him. Yeah. That's good. Like to get in this flow and that's, uh, yeah. And that's how we approach that. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I, I always go back to, I think it was 20, cause you've done a lot of Elijah list conferences. You've been in a lot of them. Um, and most recent, the, the last one we did before, things got crazy in the world was in 2020. Yeah. Um, but I remember you had this full band and I've, I've heard you both with a full band and I've heard you also just as a one man band, like in yeah, Israel right. where you right, have all right. your gear and you're cutting around and yeah. um, it, 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 in terms of scale, yes, you can have that big loud sound from a full band. Um, but you really do have this genuine posture before the Lord. And I think it's felt, I think when, when, when you do have a worship leader who's there and they're just beholding Jesus and they're leading other people to do the same, like there's a felt difference when you can tell that there's, it's not, you're not in it for yourself. You're not in it. Was that always an immediate thing for you? Or has that been a process of walking that out, that revelation out of like, Yo, I'm just up here to just behold Jesus and lead other people to behold him as well. You, you know what? I think that goes like way back to my, uh, my upbringing. Uh, you know, yeah. Take uh, us back there, man. Take oh, us back. We're going way back. <laughs> take us back. But <laughs> <laughs> to boldly go where no man has gone before. Oh yes. I, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I grew up in my parents' church. So both of my parents were ministers mm-hmm. and, you know, from a very early age, it was, it was all about, it was all about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and, you know, and it was always about that. So it, you know, my my goal was to be the best I could for that purpose. Yeah. So it was always about that, that I wasn't striving for like fame or fortune or anything like that. And, you know, and that, that was my calling. I'm, I'm walking in my calling right now. And I think, you know, just a side note, I think we can easily get distracted with that. If we for, forget our calling, we could get distracted by, okay, I'm not getting traction here. I'm not, 
you know, I'm not getting the, the yeah. likes and the, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, the yeah, fall into the trap. Yeah. And because, and then you start looking at that when you're, when you're called to just like, look at him. And I found out that uh, everything else really falls into place. And uh, it's amazing. Cause he is, he's the best promoter uh, you could ever ask for. Yeah. You know? And so that has always been my focus is to be the best I can for him. And, everything's been working towards that. So it never really was a, you know, trying to get past the performance thing. Cause I, I did the performance thing and that was like a, you know, a side <clears throat> side job. And, you know, before I said, man, this is like, this is like the dead end. In like uh, non-Christian arenas. Is that what you're talking about? Or just right. Like right. The, the, the restaurants, the, the uh-huh. uh, re- resorts, the golf resorts and stuff like yeah. that. And that was like, that was a crazy time and you know and it, it, that just seemed like it just okay <laughs> you know i made money <laughs> i was yeah it was there's my book you know i was vocation and i was you know earning a living doing that and, and it you know it, it paid really well but man it got to the point where you just go man so this, this ain't it this is not what i'm supposed to be doing this but it helped help train me you know help give me people skills gave me you know it's like i get a practice every day and so yeah so i uh you know moved into that and then finally just hit the dead end mm-hmm. and it's interesting you talk to people uh i have a i have a great friend that uh play with elton john uh toured with him he, he's he said something really cool he goes yeah and he's talking about how they uh they played at dodger stadium I'm like packed the place out you know yeah. madison yeah. square garden yeah. and he goes yeah i could i've been to the top of the mountain and he goes i could tell you there's nothing there <laughs> wow it, it truly is i mean if you keep striving for that but but for us you know our stick to our calling and that's our calling is to love and serve jesus man that's it yeah and would you say that translate because i know that there's plenty of artists whether they're musicians filmmakers painters whatever it is who really do feel called into these mountains these different mountains legitimately not just on like a worship sphere would you say that that applies then what you just said applies to anything no matter what where you are it applies there too because i think that there is this misconception that okay well that that's fine but you're doing you're doing worship music and not downplaying what you're doing, but yeah, I can behold Jesus and then boom, it comes out in my work. What would you say to creatives that are in these different, maybe they're working in the film in film industry or are um, you know, musicians in, a, I guess, a secular f- sphere and actually feel sure. called there? What would you say to those people? Um, well, I, would, I think that, you know, is your life glorifying yeah. God, right? And are, are you walking in the calling? that he has chosen before, I mean, before you're ever born, are you walking in that? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because God grants favor to some people, right? Yeah. It's like he, he picks people out and he goes, okay, you, and they were, they're raised up. And it's like, it's like, you going, okay, what, what are you going to do with that? Once you're raised up, you could either like <clears throat> give glory to God or. Right. And it's interesting because, and it, yeah it's fascinating because so many so many like you know the big stars it's like they've got background in the church i mean look at whitney yeah. houston you know whitney houston for example yep. and she knew what it was all about and that that um 
documentary was so so touching about it thanks for listening the elijah fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner visit elijahfire.com slash give because all the while she knew she knew that the calling on her life was mm-hmm. you know and the roots were from you know and, and singing gospel and, and glorifying jesus and you can either choose to do that or walk away from it so i think it's important that as you're up and coming you know, again, I, I say don't focus on the, uh, you know, the accolades or anything. Focus on him, and everything else kind of takes takes care of itself. It really yeah. does. So, I mean, your purpose is to glorify God on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great, man. Love it. So, you have a really soulful sound. I think that's what I would call it, but yeah. maybe you call it something else. I'm curious how your influences ha- like impacted you because there is that whole process of like <clears throat> there is a v- very much I've heard it before and I you know if you're open to it I'd love for you to share a little bit of that too you know uh, before this is over there is definitely a supernatural element to kind of being something being imparted to you and then that kind of altering the course of your life in many ways in terms of operating where you're operating now but where where do influences come into the mix as well? Because I, I'm just curious where what your influences are or were, because uh, you do have a really soulful sound. Yeah, it's just like big and ex- just full of life. So I'm really curious. That's it. Well, you know, one of my influences was my mom. Okay. Because I mean, she played played the piano, and uh, and there was always she was always like full of joy. Mm-hmm. There was never a time when she was down. I mean, when she was playing piano, it was like, ah, I'm alive. (laughs) I'm really alive now. And, but, you know, but that's the thing. It's like, we all draw influences from different sources and, Mm -hmm. and people go, you can't do that. Well, yeah, we can, because that's how we're wired as, as humans. It's like, Mm -hmm. we see that and they go, I really like that. And that's how the process of becoming who we are is, okay, I like that, but I don't like that. And and how we do that is by listening to ourselves and going, oh man, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Right? Did not translate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you know, or even any that's with any art, film, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what was I thinking when I made that choice to do that? But that's part of the process is learning. Okay, that doesn't work for me. And then you know, and then and people go, well, you're trying to copy somebody, or you hear that all the time. You sound mm-hmm. like somebody else's, and the whole thing is. Yeah, but you're drawing influence from them, but you got to remember that you, they did it first. Whoever the influence was, they did it first, and they're going to do it a lot better than you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for instance, Stevie Wonder is like, yeah, yeah he's just sitting headphones on uh-huh. in my bed, and just and my brother brought me, uh, bought me a uh, songs in the key of life. Okay, back in '76, and I would put the headphones on and listen to that thing, and I just cry and weep and. And so that was one of the influences and a lot of the R and B stuff. So I was, I was really into that, that R and B. So that kind of, you know, that molds you and shapes mm-hmm. you, those influences come in. That That's why, uh, man, that's why influence is so important because there's also the other influence that can mess you up. Right. So yeah. it's like, cause we are, that's just the way we're wired. It's mm-hmm. like, we are influenced by what we see, what we hear, and and we take it so the key is it's like 
I like that. I don't like that. And this is going to be who I am. This is my sound. And uh, young guys ask me that all the time. It's like, how do you develop your own sound? Well, you know, first of all, you listen to yourself and take out the things that you, that you don't like and put in the things that you like. And all of a sudden, you're 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 transforming into the, this your own unique sound. Yeah. Because it's all yeah. the things that you like Come on. and all the things that you express mm-hmm. and it becomes your identity and who you are. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's, and then couple that with, you know, the love for Jesus. And then you've mm-hmm. got your, you've got uh, your own sound and that's, Man. that's really what it is. Yeah. And I just, something that, you know, again, as I've grown older, I think to your credit, what you're talking about, I look at, I look at in my influences as ingredients, right? Yeah. So if yeah. you got like a, a guy who's just just ripping it up in the kitchen, right? And he's just like making all these amazing dishes, but he's pulling from all these different things. People go, well, you didn't make you didn't make those strawberries, or you didn't make those. Well, no, right. but look what I did with them. You exactly. Know? And and this is a unique flair. Like if you go to two different chefs and you go, okay, uh, it's uh, you know, I don't know, lemon tart is on the the menu, and they both make a lemon tart is gonna be different. I know, isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's gonna one guy's lemon tart is gonna taste totally different than the other guy's. Yep. I may it may have even the same ingredients. Exactly. But it's how much of the ingredient that you put in there that makes a difference. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. And <laughs> that's so funny you'd mention that because one of my favorite shows is uh Beat Bobby Flay. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You ever watch that? Yeah. It's like all these cooks try to come in and beat Bobby Flay. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they go, this is my signature dish. I have <laughs> chicken tikka masala. And Bobby goes, chicken tikka masala. I don't know if I've ever made that before. And guess what? He wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just because he knows the ingredients. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that would be a, a, my prayer for a lot of the young guys out there, young people out there. It's like know your ingredients and yeah. know how much to put in and and what to take out because a lot of times let you know less is more and all that stuff. Oh yeah, that. So yeah. no, that's good. Uh, and I yeah, a lot of my stuff was so contrived too. When when I was really trying to like, okay, this is the style, and I'm gonna try and just like force a square yeah. peg into a round hole, oh, yeah. and that's really what happens. And, yeah. you know, some people can fake it better than others. Some people can maybe take to that better than others. They're imitating style and they're really good at imitating other style and it's marketable and whatever, but it's lifeless. And I think that that's yeah. the other thing is like, if, if you want to go the distance, especially as a creative, well, just not even just as a creative, but if you want to go the distance, like it's so important to be true to what God has done in you and so how it's shaped yeah. you. And like, because it's like, we put so much effort on like my art or this other thing that I do, my job, whatever it is. But I'm like, dude, none of that matters. Like Jesus matters and your relationship with him matters. And it's like, man, I just, I've just seen so many doors open even for myself. Once I finally just let go. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to put a certain like, okay, I am called into this thing. So that means that it's going to be, I always call it a perceived outcome. I would say that a lot on the show. It's just like, <laughs> you're like, okay, well, if God is like, Steve, I want to call, a, you're called to do this thing. And then your perceived outcome is going to be different than whatever God's going to purpose in your life. Yeah. It always is. And right. so I think that w- that's where we can get discouraged is like, 
well, why am I discouraged? God, I'm not getting the likes. I'm not getting, oh no, hold on. God asked you to do this. Let's say it's a podcast, for example. God asked you to do a podcast. He didn't say, I'm going to, you're going to do a podcast and then you're going to get 10 million views on your first video <laughs> and you got 10, you know, like, yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Like the perceived outcome, you're putting an outcome there rather than right. just focusing on being obedient to God. Oh for- yeah, man. So that's the whole thing. His, yeah. his deal is like, it's a long obedience, yeah. right? And it's like, long you might go, obedience. okay, I got 10 likes. Like you could like. But he's he he's from his perspective, his perception, his perceived outcome is like okay. I see you here. Yeah. And the key is us as we walk this journey. We have to be, we have to see what he sees straight up. Yeah. And that's and that's and see what he sees in us. Yeah, that's good, man. Right. And then yeah. and and the parts that he, you know, the other parts that are that need to fall away that need to to drop off that we, we need to let go of those. And then when we start to begin to see who we are through him, we get that perceived outcome. It's like, yeah. Oh wow. I'm really supposed to do this. And you, yeah. and it's, it's like a convergence moment mm-hmm. in, in your life because everything comes together. It's like, okay, I've got, I've got these certain skills, but they're kind of like, they're lifeless without the Holy spirit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they converge together. It's like, boom. Yeah. Like in your own effort, you couldn't get those those things to work. You're like, I can get a couple to work, but all of them. And I'm like, what was the point of this other thing? And, and God has just been so, uh, you know, he often will Mr. Miyagi us too. you know, the whole wax on wax off thing He's teaching Daniel's son, how to, how to do karate. He doesn't realize that he is. And, and that has been like, that has been one of the things in my life that God is, I have a big imagination. It's very easy for me to imagine outcomes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very easy, man. Oh, yeah. uh, it, God has had t- been very patient with me, but so often it's been like, like, okay. And I've shared this before, but it's been a while. I went to film school and I was feeling self-conscious because there were a lot of guys around me that like they had, impressive portfolios and i was just like man god i don't even i've been wasting my time i've been in missions and uh for several years and and um with ywam and uh and so i was like god i don't you know i was i was over like leading mission teams and 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 teams overseas and like i don't know if i'm cut out for this and and i just don't feel like i belong here and i remember i sat in the director's chair and all of a sudden I had all these people looking at me for, for answers, needing answers, asking questions, needing direction. And I realized how familiar it felt. And I was like, why does this feel familiar? Familiar? And he's like, because I taught you this skill while you were leading teams overseas. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you that sly a, dog. <laughs> that's a convergence moment right there. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Steve, how how important is because i see a lot of creatives too where if they feel something from the lord the lord confirms something say or like you know they have this great moment with the lord someone comes over and confirms something to them they're called into whatever it is whatever industry avenue whatever it is that it's just going to happen and i do see this with some creatives where they just kind of let things they're like oh well it'll just all happen the skill will come to me all this stuff 
How important is practice <laughs> as a creative and yeah. also growth as a creative? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. talk about that. Cause I think it's really important. And guys, by the way, even if you don't label yourself a creative, this applies to anything. Everything. Okay. Everything. Everything. Yeah. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Can you hold, hold that question? Right. Yeah. Cause I, I just thought of something when you were talking about how you, you, you saw, uh, you know, these, you have these big visions and stuff. Yeah. That's also from God too. Oh, okay. Like the, the, like if you can see it and, and the, the Holy spirit gives you these dreams and visions, it's like, I see myself, uh, you know, leading worship for 8,000 people. Right. Like a lot of the times he's showing that you that for a reason. And that's happened to me a lot. It's Man, like, yeah. And you know, I see myself like, so that's like part of the thing he inst yeah. instills in you. And and without that, it's like it's like the little carrot, right? He's mm -hmm. holding the carrot out for you. Okay, you see the you see the dream, you see the vision, go for it. Keep keep going. And now we can go to this question here that you're talking about. Because how do we get there? Yeah. Right? Okay, ask the question again. I'm sorry. Okay. So I see a lot of creatives that you know they'll be very tearful and they'll be like, God oh, just confirmed this thing to me, and I feel called to do this thing. Uh, and I'm like, awesome, great. But then they just, there, there is a tendency to just kind of expect it to just happen, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, and I often use the parallel of if God says you're going to run a marathon, you're going to start training. You're not going to be like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll be ready when it comes. I'm but going, you know I mean? I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. It's going to happen. Um, so how important is practice and growth as a creative and not even just as a creative, anyone, it, it, like if God is calling you to open a business or whatever it is, yeah. how important is practice and growth? Well, that, that is like, that's everything, man, yeah. because, um, and I always put it this way when I talk to, uh, like when we have a school, school of worship or anything like that, don't think of it as practice, right? Because practice sounds like okay, I'm going Lame to practice. And, yeah. Think of it as you're sewing into your craft. Mm, you're good. sewing into your gifting. You're sewing into the that the ground that God has placed in your heart. And the more you sow, the more you reap. Mm. And it's really, it's really that's really that simple. Because uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't come without work. God doesn't give you. A prophetic word and then you go okay it's gonna happen yeah no, you, you it's like oh god gave me this word and it hasn't happened for 20 years and you know god gave me a word that i was gonna like dig wells in africa mm -hmm. and so i'm waiting for it and it's been 20 years and i haven't dug any wells yet mm -hmm. well have you like maybe got in touch with people that are doing that mm -hmm. or have you been to africa yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no i didn't think about that yeah it's like you have to walk out the vision Come on. you have Come to on. walk out the word over your life you have to walk out the gifting and you it's like and i always i always talk about this too in the school it's like we talk about being fluent in your gift and that's that's with anything i love that the fact that you you're the film and all that stuff mm -hmm. you're in that and it all it all ties in. It's all yeah. So you uh, are you fluent in your gift? Yeah. So for instance, are you know on an instrument? Are you able to play without thinking? Are you able to communicate without going? Okay, now I'm going to say Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to say 
holy and then i'm gonna play a d chord now no are you and they call it un, unconscious competency so, uh, yeah that's good are you are you literally are you unconscious of it you you do that because it feels right so you that's a that's the fourth stage of of, of learning so there's like <laughs> there's unconscious incompetent where you have no idea what you're doing mm -hmm. there's um there's a conscious incompetent where you you're conscious of that you're incompetent, right? You understand I I, I got I got work to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, a conscious competency, competent, competent, you're conscious competent. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know what I'm doing and I'm working on it and it's starting mm -hmm. to show that I'm getting better mm -hmm. and better. And then there's a, the the next level is unconscious competent because you are just doing it. You, you were just, it just flows out of you mm -hmm. like a river mm. and that's fluency that's that's being fluent on in your craft um and i can probably you know, let me say this here's a like an example i always give in a school right mm -hmm. so if you are you know you're pra you know you don't practice a lot and uh an example of being fluent how you god can use you in the fluency um say for instance you you play violin and uh, somebody comes into the, the, the service that you're at, and you're basically at Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and that's all you could do. It's like, re, 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 yeah, and it re. sounds horrible. Uh, well, yeah, you know, maybe you play a tune. Yeah. I don't, maybe, yeah. but <laughs> but so anyway, somebody comes into that meeting, right? Yeah, and they sit in the back row, and they go, um, you know, they're thinking about committing suicide. They're com they're thinking about taking their lives. Right, and you're up there, and you're playing something. It's like, e -er, e -er. what are you saying through that music? Whereas, if you are fluent, if you're competent, if you put the work in, right, that person, same person, sits in the back row, and all of a sudden, you are fluent on your violin. It starts talking like you. This sound of lament comes out of the violin, and this person hears it and touches their spirit, and they and they go man i gotta tell you i was gonna take my life but when i heard the sound of that violin it something happened inside of me it something spoke to me i don't know what it was but yeah. it was like there was words coming out of your violin so that's being fluent on your instrument because you were not even thinking about while mm -hmm. you're playing you were just expressing what god was doing inside your heart yeah. and that's that's literally where we all want to be yeah. We want to be able to express what God is doing in our heart at that yeah. moment. That's so good. And in that time. Would you say though, that that even like, say you being in that state of uh, like unconscious competent, competent competency, man, is a tough one. I know it um, is. <laughs> it's a doozy. Um, but uh, you guys all know what I'm saying. Um, but say you did that 10 years ago and yeah. maybe it was recorded and you hear it. And you compare the way you sound now and you're mm -hmm. like, I have improved. But yeah. even then I was in that place. I remember mm -hmm. what it felt like to be right. in that place. So it, it, what you're, what, I guess where I'm going with this is you getting to that place doesn't mean perfection. It. Right. It doesn't no. mean, okay, now I sound like Eddie Van Halen on the guitar and I'm like, right. blah, 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 you know, um, maybe now you do, but at the time you didn't, but you were still in that same pocket. Right. I, well, you, I mean, you, it's like you never really, really arrive right. to the full 
expression. That's what's that's the the beauty of it is like okay, how much more can I express? Mm. How much more? And that's what that that's what keeps you driving for more. Yeah. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit elijahfire.com slash give and become a partner today. Because you know there's so much more to say. Yeah. There, there's so much there's so much more to show people in your film. There's there's so much yeah. more to sing from your heart yeah. that God gives you. It's like and it it, it you know it's interesting because as musicians and this probably relates to everything else too mm-hmm. i love we're having this conversation this yeah. is really fun yeah so as musicians we we kind of work on something and we grow and we grow and we grow yeah and all of a sudden we kind of hit this wall uh-huh yeah and it's like okay we keep hitting this wall and we go uh, I, I, this is as far as i can go but not because with intervention like from outside source some kind of tutor some kind of uh input that, that that can get you over the hump and onto the next level. So we go from level to level to level. Mm. And so that, that input can maybe can come from the Holy spirit. It can come from another person like lessons or, uh, you know, uh, instrumental lessons or, or whatever, or, or, or even, even on like YouTube. And I, I man, I, I look on that stuff. I do all these, uh, deep dives into the software and stuff. And you go, man, I never realized I could do that. It's like mm-hmm. all the shortcuts and stuff. Yeah. And it's like I'm really always nice. learning new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With editing yeah. software. Yeah. So right, you can you can go like this and go, oh, I got there's nothing more to learn. But if you take the step, and it, it can either be from outside influence or just something inside of you says, there's got to be more. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to keep going, keep taking on uh, level to level on that. So I get uh, the flip side of that. The, I want to ask you about this as well is because I've had those feelings of like, I feel like I'm supposed to let go of this now, like, like release it or whatever it is. Yeah. So there's also that side of it too, of like, you get to a point where you're like, no, cause then otherwise, like for me, it's like, it's been also learning the art of good enough. And, and I guess more, more so what I'm saying by that is not applying this level of perfection and, you know, cause mm-hmm. as creatives, you can sit there and you can fine tune and you can like listen oh, to yeah. something and it sounds fine. And then you walk away and you come back and you're like, sounds horrible. Don't know what I was yeah. thinking back to the drawing board. And you can yeah. do that over and over and over again. And there is a refinement process that happens in that. Yes. But then there's also a part of me that's like, I need to let this go. I need yeah. to just let it be, be what it is. Yeah. So, you can really beat yourself up on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So how, how how did this this current trajectory because obviously you said that you tried the performance thing going to your golf courses or lounges or whatever yeah yeah. making money how did that shift for you what what happened to for for you to finally go it is just about the holding jesus he is the center of this whole thing yeah how did you get to that place Uh, uh, that's that's a long journey it's great yeah um, well, like I was talking about my friend, it's like, you keep climbing this mountain, you can get to this mountain, you go, you look around and go, there's really nothing up here. Mm-hmm. And so you get to the place where it's like the, I, I, the grace lifts on something like that. Yeah. And like when you're saying, it's like, if you're doing a project and it's like, you keep going, oh, I could do so much more, but if the grace lifts on it, let yeah. it go. Right? Yeah. And it was time 
time, I could just feel the grace on that. God gave me grace for it. And man, I need a lot of grace because <laughs> the crazy stuff I saw, you know, people. And it, it just, yeah, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you, you kind of go, man, what am I doing? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, I'm making a living and I'm supporting my family. But man, and you know, you know that the call is on your life. You know, I knew the light, you know, the light was there the whole time. It's like, but you're going, man, this is like, the grace has run out on this. Mm -hmm. And that's when you go, okay, whatever, whatever it takes, God, I, I'm going to do it. I remember um, I'm sitting in the pastor's office on my first uh, official staff position. Mm -hmm. In fact, in, up in Portland. And I remember sitting in the uh, pastor's office and I'm just streaming, snotting and tearing. And it's like, I go, I just want God to use me. You know, and I'm sitting there. It's like, and I gave him my pathetic resume, right? My resume was absolutely pathetic. Had no, like, you know, worship leader or worship pastor experience on it. It had the raisin. You know, I was a raisin. Yeah. That was that was my thing. I'm a, I was a raisin. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on, my, on, my, on my resume, right? I don't want to brag, but I was a California raisin. Yeah, I was yeah. A California raisin. I yeah. did some youth youth work, and I grew mm -hmm. up my parents' church. Yeah, that was my resume. That sounds like my resume when I applied for the Elijah list. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's when it's when the grace lifts, and that's how we kind of walk through life. It's like you go from you know one place to another, and all of a sudden you're going, "This is not right." Or it's like I. The doors are like you're, you're just, and it depends on how stubborn we are, right? It's like, will we keep slamming our head against the door, or do we realize that that door is closed, and there's another door that's open, and it could be right next to it, and so, you know, you have the green light of grace, because you know that feeling. There's a sense in our spirit. It's like, oh yeah, this feels right in the yeah. spirit, and, and it, it's like, okay, let's go down this place, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay. Well, it's starting to lift a little bit, so we're going to move this way. It's this path he has us on. It's amazing mm. to walk it out. Yeah. So that's how that came about. It's like literally the the grace <laughs> lifted. I was miserable, in, yeah. in other words. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that there can be this whole thing. I, I know, like, outside of the church, and actually even people in the church are like, well, you got to push. You got to hustle. You got to, especially as creatives. It's Yeah. And I... Man, very quickly, I was like, God, I don't want to do that. That sounds horrible. I'm willing to do hard stuff, yeah. but I do not feel a grace on. I feel dread when I think of that. I don't feel grace. I don't feel this like no. updraft of like you catch right. you know, your wing, your wings catch this updraft and you're like, yeah, woof, you know? Um, and I think that that's it too, is I think that there's a lot of people out there that feel like they're just. A lot of it can be comparison, you know, yeah. you see other people around you, maybe another friend yeah. could even be oh, yeah. a believer and you're like, well, they did this. So I have to do yeah. this. And they're so anointed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not anointed. They're, yeah, exactly. Anointed. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, the grace is what keeps us going, man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. People are really liking this though. Um, and I mean, honestly, too, Steve, like this is something that is like really ministering to me, too, you know, as as uh, just seeing seeing the things that God has confirmed within me, seeing the development that he's done within me, even as a creative 
and then hearing you say things that he's told me is mm -hmm. cool, man. That's cool. Um, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking about there was a short film I made in film school that I was like, I had this grand vision for it. And, you know, you're working with other people and you're learning to communicate and translate how people perceive what you say versus what they, you know, what, what you said versus what people actually hear when you're giving direction. And, um, and, uh, and I made this short and, um, I felt something on it, but it didn't quite come together. And I remember I showed it and, you know, it's just, it's super nerve wracking to like show people stuff you make or have people listen to stuff you make, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you know, you're like, especially if you put a lot into it and you're like, you're sitting there just like biting your nails in the back while everybody's watching it or listening to it. Yes. And, and so, um, you know, there were, I, I got some compliments, but I just was like, I just uh, really sad, not satisfied with, it. I was so focused on the physical aspect of it when it was something that actually was birthed out. The idea for the story was birthed out of my quiet time with the Lord. Um, and I remember I showed it to someone and they watched it and I was like uncomfortable the whole time. They wanted to see it and I was uncomfortable the whole time. But I looked over at the end and they had tears streaming down their face. Yeah. And I realized in that moment, I was like, if nobody else. There it is. Another God, you had moment. this was for them. Yeah. Another it brought breakthrough moment. for them. Bro. That one person, you know. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I just expanding, I guess, like our understanding of things and just letting God do what he wills through our obedience rather yeah. than being like this other thing. And, and there is a difference, yes, between refinement of your skill, refinement of your craft. Yeah. And, and then striving for something where the grace isn't there, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's funny because I was at a conference uh, a week or so ago, and uh, this guy came up. He was a Lutheran, mm -hmm. he was, and, and this was a wild conference, man. It was like about warfare and the spirit, right? Uh -huh, and it's yeah. like it was really intense. And were the shofars? Oh, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, the horns <laughs> of war. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The stories I could tell you about the yeah, shofars. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, but oh, now and, and people screaming and yelling and ah, the music yeah. was like, warfare. And the guy come up to me. He goes, you know, at first I was thinking well, this is all some kind of performance. You know, it's it's like because they had flaggers, they had the shofars, they had the dancers and all this stuff, right? He thought, and and he was not never been in a meeting like that ever. He's going, I was thinking this is some kind of performance or something. And then he goes, and then I heard you make a couple mistakes. And he goes, hey, this guy's, he's for real. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's like going, oh, yeah. He's, and then he goes, then he's, and he goes, I started looking closer and listening closer. And I, he goes, I could really sense your heart in this. And, and it's like, so a lot of times we can, we can beat ourselves up with the perfectionism. And I think that's, that's a, you know, that's kind of a, man, I feel, I really kind of feel for the younger generation, like the, the 20 somethings, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's like this thing, the shadow hanging over in them, that comparison, you know, and, and, uh, and being, you know, trying to make everything perfect stuff. And, uh, 
I think of the quote, uh, I think it was Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. And it really is. If you think about it, it's like when you start going, "Eh, that guy's got it. I don't, you know, and you start going, I don't have this. I -hmm. wish I could do that. It's like all your joy is getting sucked. Yeah, it totally is, man. So once you stop comparing and you start realizing that, hey, I'm me and this is who I am. And this is the way God made me. And I, you know, he loves me. And that's another thing. It's like the understanding of worship that from the perspective of a son, not a servant. Yeah. Right. When you start to realize, oh, father loves me no matter what, it, then all the comparison goes out the window mm. because there's nobody like you. Right. There's nobody, nobody like me. It's like, this right. is, this, you know, yeah. that's cool. Thumbprint. Well, yeah. And instead of, in instead of trying to emulate someone and be someone else who is operating in their individuality, Ah. embracing who God made you to be and going, no, no, no. Like it's one thing to compare and go, I really like what that guy's doing. Yeah. How did he do it? I got to figure it out. You know, that's different. That's influence. Um, Yeah. That's good. That's healthy. But then, yeah, when you're like, Oh yeah. Influence. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, I, I'll never, I'll never do this. I'm like that guy, like something I was listening to a filmmaker talk and he said there, he said, filmmaking specifically, he was a filmmaker. He said, it is, he's like, it's not quite like, you know, music, like a Mozart or somebody where it's like, it could be, they could be a child prodigy or whatever. Uh, but um, he said, you know, filmmaking specifically, and I think maybe music is the same way, but there's no such thing as like overnight success of just like, Oh, someone just picked yeah. up a camera and all of a sudden they made a masterpiece. No. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be clunky. It's it gonna is. be super clunk. So, but yeah, that's how we do. That's how we learn. Right. Yeah. yeah. But just, I guess, you know, we're almost out of time, but specifically oh. I wanted to hit on this really quick is yeah, you said that Lutheran was watching you play and he heard the notes you heard you make mistakes yeah he had a couple of mistakes yeah. yeah and i'm sure that still happens to this day where you're like whoopsie you know oh, but yeah. oh, but yeah. how do you get to that point of just like oh whatever well see if if i don't make mistakes i'm not trying i'm not i'm not pushing myself yeah that's good the, when i make mistakes it's like i'm trying to do something that maybe i'm not capable of yeah right so i'm yeah. pressing i'm pressing myself to do something yeah. that okay maybe you know this is difficult i want to go i want to go for it and see what happens mm. and that, and i go yeah okay and if you do it that way it's like okay i was trying i was mm-hmm. trying as hard as i could mm-hmm. to do something that i maybe have done before Mm. you know i'm trying to do some kind of triplet or on the keyboard or something mm-hmm. and i'm going okay i can hear it right and yeah. I, I want to be able to do it but and then i think man i think god gets so much delight out of that yeah because I mean, if you think about a little kid it's like if you have a daughter you guys out there if you have a daughter it's like and she dresses up in a princess gown and she goes i'm gonna do a perfect pirouette for my daddy Mm-hmm. right and she does it and she just fails right yeah you're gonna go yes that is so awesome yeah. you're gonna yeah. say that and the, the same way the father looks at us so you know I, I talk about being the best you could be and i talk about being but you got to remember it's like we're still as kids yeah and good, uh, when he when he sees us trying right 
trying to reach his heart like oh i'm trying i'm gonna do this for my dad he's mm. like yeah you can't do anything wrong mm. there's nothing you there's nothing you could do that's wrong mm. because your heart is is trying to please me and so i mean that's 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 a whole nother attitude is because you gotta realize that you know we're we're human and we're gonna mm. make mistakes yeah i'm only human Mm-hmm. born to make mistakes <laughs> that's from the 80s you probably don't yeah know no that. i know that song yeah <laughs> I, I can't think, tell you who sings it but i know it i think it was human league oh, okay. I, I don't know someone will someone will let us know someone else oh, i'm sure they will online. someone knows yeah. it yeah but steve um i would love for you to pray for people um and i mean however you feel led but one of the things that i was feeling is that revelation that you're loved that revelation like that that is a major turning point for some people that are listening to this Mm -hmm. getting that revelation of how loved they are by the lord true uh, is is going to completely change the trajectory trajectory of their lives so man however you want to feel you feel led to pray but that was one of the things i was feeling but i would love for you to pray for us yeah okay so, Lord, we just agree with uh, how you feel about us and mm. help us to understand uh, that love that you have for us. To, yeah. to, the, the Father's love, it's, it's like unconditional. And help us to understand that, like, okay, Lord, you love to watch us go through the process. That's, that's all part of it. And um, for, those of, for those who are feeling inadequate or... Mm anything like that. Lord, I just pray that you just touch their heart and remind them of who they are in you. Uh, we are all your children. Yeah. And Lord, I, I just, I, I know that you say it's like you, it really can't be wrong if your heart is right. Yeah. So I, I pray for a, a, a heart shift to know that, to know that, uh, that you're loved and just like to know that he loves you unconditionally and it's not, there's no strings attached and there's no performance that's that that can please him anymore. It's just about who you are and doing who doing who you are and being who you are in him. And that's what really truly blesses him, because uh, all things were created by him and for him and for his pleasure. And just to know that the delight is in uh, the delight is in his heart yeah. for over us. And give us joy. Give us the uh, joy that is from that comes from the nearness of you, Lord. Give us that uh, that that crazy joy that knowing that I'm loved and that's like I'm free in that. And everything that tries to tell you that you're not good enough for this, not good enough for that, that uh, that joy will uh, and the peace that will pass all that understanding. And then you'll walk in that and walk in the fullness of who you were created to be in him. And so I bless all of you guys listening right now and just uh, realize that the love of the father, how much he really, 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 really loves you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Steve Swanson, everybody give it up for Steve. Um, so Steve, obviously people can go to your website there, yep. fobworshipman.org. <laughs> F-O-B worshipman. Stands for Friends of the Bridegroom Worship yes. Ministries. Yeah. Yes. He does not sell key fobs, but I told no. him that he needs to start selling key yeah. fobs. Um, 
with all kinds of anecdotal things on them, you know, yeah. like life lessons and, and, uh, I, you know. and we, hey, one more thing. We forgot to talk about that helicopter ride. Yes. Thank you, Steve. What did we do in Israel? You and me. I know we did it like life, a life moment. We took a, a, a helicopter from the Sea of Galilee to Jerusalem. And we went over like the, the, uh, Jordan River Valley mm-hmm. and over some of the West Bank cities. Yeah. And we're flying over that and we're flying over the, the wall. And it's like, it was one of the highlights of my life. It was amazing. First of all, I've never been on a helicopter. Same. But sec- second of all, we're like, we're over Jerusalem. And you yeah. can see the, 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 the old city and you can see the Dome of the Rock and all that stuff. It's like amazing. I'll never yeah. forget it. Never. Yeah. I remember when we got into Jerusalem, the pilot, he pointed to the right. And there's this hill and there was this building on the hill, like an isolated building he goes, that's where Samuel prophet Samuel is buried. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I know. No way, man. It, it went by so fast too. I, it's like, yeah. can we circle around again? Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. so cool. So cool. If anybody ever gets the chance to go to Israel. Amazing. But also doing a helicopter ride. If you can. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, so, and we're, pr- we're praying for September, man. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's going to happen. Huh? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah, just pray uh, that even it if it doesn't happen, I mean, you could make a really call it the really, really adventure tour. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you really want adventure, like the bombs flying over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're, yeah. Yeah. If you ever wanted to know what it was like to be in a war zone. Yeah. yeah. That's the Israel yeah. tour. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Steve, uh, are there any other places? Is your website the best place where people can get your music? Uh, we linked your yeah. Spotify. Uh, yeah, you're on Spotify. We linked that. Um, yeah. But yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, Steve, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, it was great seeing you again. Yeah. Job. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and Illumination, right? Yeah. I have her name in one of my songs. It's called, uh, what is it called? Revival. Oh, fire my bones right oh, okay and there's a there's a line in there it says stir up the radiation uh turn on the revelation and light up illumination Ooh. i want to glow in the dark so i was thinking about that i love that uh, oh there she is i'll have to listen to that okay yep. <laughs> thanks Illumina. fire in my soul is that what it's called fire in my bones fire in my bones <sighs> yeah so close That's so close yeah. Yeah. fire fire it's like Awesome. Awesome, Jeff. Yeah, well, okay. we appreciate you, man. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to do this again because there's a lot more to talk about. We kept saying, really oh, fun. that's a story for another day. So Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, have a blessed day. Have a blessed weekend. Tune in on Monday. We've got Mandy Woodhouse back in the house. Uh, so that's going to be a great time. Uh, we're going to be talking about a great subject. Um, also, guys, ElijahStreams.com slash donate. It's how you guys donate. It's how you can get in on the wells. You do the double whams. Yeah. The double whammy. You support the ministry and yeah. the wells. Fresh, clean water. So... priceless priceless so um guys be blessed have an amazing weekend and we'll see you on monday with mandy woodhouse love you guys okay bye this has been elijah fire thanks for listening for more episodes like this you can check out the elijah fire podcast on elijahfire.com on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.